Welcome to Entrepreneur Talks Podcast Season 6, run by Women Flicks. My name is Yola Bast. I'm one of the co founders of Women Flicks Organization, which empowers women around the world. We provide different services like coaching, workshops for women, and strategies for social media. You can find more information about us on www.womenflix.org or send us an email if you would like to be one of our guests on podcasts to womenflix at writeme.com. Enjoy season six. I speak with you again soon. My guest for today's podcast is Emily Croxton. Emily is the ghostwriter for Rebels, Renegades, and Mavericks. She helps busy professionals who are long on ideas, but short on time. She writes books, articles, and blog posts. Let's welcome Emily and listen and feel inspired with her story. Croxton, welcome to Entrepreneur Talks podcast, run by Women Flicks. And my name is Yola, and I'm so grateful for your presence on our podcast today. Hi, Yola. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Wow. So, before we start, tell me, I always ask this to my guests. Where are you talking from? Because I can see the sunshine, which is not in London. So, <laughs> yes, I'm in North Carolina, Chapel Hill, North Carolina. If you know the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, that's where I'm at. <laughs> oh, amazing. Any summer there? No, it's fall, but we get a lot of sunshine. Well, you know, yesterday was raining, but we get some sunshine in the fall. It's nice. I really love the fall here. It's uh, yeah, crisp. Nice. <laughs> yes. But the sun is so bright that looks like it's such a summer. But... <laughs> right. We can pretend. <laughs> it's always a summer day for in our hearts if you want, right? There you go. Yeah, love it. <laughs> awesome. Okay, fantastic. So I'm going to go straight to our que my questions to you. And I'm uh, so excited to get to know all about you and your business. Awesome. Yay, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> you, Emily. So, Emily, when it comes to business development, what is your advice? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, so I love for what for me with when it comes to business development, the time I spend 
working on my business is really important. So I try really hard to schedule like 50% of time on client work, 50% of time on the business whenever possible. Um, so that would be my first tip, like make sure that you can, can make time for business development. Um, one of the things that I've been really focusing on for the past several months, you know, since the pandemic and everything hit yeah. is really getting visible with my business online on social media doing more podcast guest ah. spots like this getting out on linkedin and posting every day that kind of stuff oh okay because you said invisible or visible visible <laughs> getting more visible like, yes like, <laughs> being invisible yeah no <laughs> super <We're>, <laughs> times for be visible being visible yeah yeah exactly <laughs> this is the opportunity yes yes so thank you so much for this advices for the for my listeners yeah and so we just started from that that advice that you gave so tell me more about your industry what exactly do you do yeah so i am a ghostwriter And I started out my working, um, so I used to be a professor. I used to teach philosophy. And uh, so when I started my business, a friend of a friend was looking for marketing help. And I'll have to say, admit that I really didn't know what marketing was, but I said, oh, sure, I can do it. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> ended up uh, writing blog posts for her. She owns a web development company. And so she had clients who needed blog posts and content. Um, and so I became a content marketer. So I started writing for people. Um, and along the way, someone said, oh, you're a ghostwriter. And I thought, you know, that fits better than marketer because really I don't like to write copy. I don't like to write website content. Um, I like to write articles and I like to write books. So I started saying, I'm a ghostwriter and looking for longer projects. So now I pretty much exclusively write business books for people. I have a couple blogging clients still, um, but the main businesses, writing books and editing books for people. Wow. So when, when, fantastic, when you say writing books for people or for businesses, they give you the content or you need to create? They give me the ideas most yeah. of the time. Yeah, I ask them to come with an outline at the minimum. And then we talk, I can interview you and write based on the interview or if you have enough material to start with, because some people have talks yeah. that they've given or they have a lot of blog posts that they could use and I can take those and expand them into a book. Um, so there's a lot of different ways that I work, but yeah. So you work, 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 work very hard, I can see, because you always creating some stuff. Wow. Yes, it's a lot of creative work, but I really like it. I, I, you know, sometimes for me, the hardest part is coming up with the initial idea, even for my own blog post, you know, so I really like the, the collaboration of, here, here, you're bringing me ideas and I'm building on those. So it's fun. And yeah. Emily, when it comes to the end of like, let's say you finish the book, It needs to be released. Is your name going into the book or just the, the honor? Nope, just the honor of, <laughs> of doing the work behind the scenes and getting paid well for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My name is usually not on it. If I do editing, then, then I'll often get mentioned in the acknowledgement section. No, okay. Not for the creating. Yeah, yeah, behind the scenes. Yeah. Yes, but at least it's somewhere, right? Because yes. editing is one thing because... That means you have a part on that book. 
Right. Well, it can be a little bit of a challenge because, um, you know, it's hard for clients who want to see how, how I work and want to see examples of my writing. I can't just say, oh, here's a book that I wrote, you know, because it's come. I do offer confidentiality to my ghostwriting clients. That's part of the deal. Um, but I often will say, oh, clients are happy to talk, you know, to other people and, and yeah. talk about my work. It's just that you can't usually see my samples exactly of, of, of my writing. You can see my blog posts and things like yeah. that. But it's, yes, that's right. That's right. <laughs> you are called ghost, ghost, ghost writer. Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes, secret. <laughs> Spooky. You are him. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, and if, thank you so much for answering that. And if someone is willing to make a career transition, what is the three first steps you would say to them? Yeah, so first I would say have some kind of plan, a flexible plan, right? We can't always, you know, it, everything's uncertain. You can't always know, uh, you know, you can't, I don't know about having a five-year plan. That doesn't usually work out if you're going to be very strict about following that. But have a plan in mind that's flexible. So you have a path to follow that you're building yourself. Yeah. So that would be the first thing. When I left academia, I took, I said, I'm giving myself a year to figure out my next move. And so I, you know, I did this internship with my friend with marketing and that helped. So that gave me, yeah, that gave me a, a, a something to, to, to follow. But of course I didn't know I was going to be a ghostwriter. I didn't know I was even going to start a business at that point. Um, so it's good to have a flexible plan. Then I would say, um, don't overthink it. I think a lot of the times, a lot of times when we want to transition, we can talk ourselves out of it by thinking too much and like thinking we need to read everything we can read about an industry before we jump in, you know, or uh, I need to take all of these certification classes before I can go look for a job in this field. And it's usually not true. I think the, the, the third thing is to start talking to people as soon as you can. You can, people are so generous. Like anybody who wants to have a 15, 30 minute call with me, pretty much I, I'm, I'm game for doing that. And most of the people I've met have been that way too. I've been really impressed with how, how generous people are with their time. Just, you know, ask if you can talk to them and all you have to do is come with some questions, you know, and there, there'll be a conversation started. You know, it's not hard. You don't need to have an interview. You don't have to put on your interview hat <laughs> to, to meet with someone or talk with somebody. I agree so, yeah. so much with you. I totally agree. I, yeah. I believe on that three, like the first steps that they are very important, but especially these ones that you just mentioned. And yeah. so you mentioned before, before as well that you were a teacher philosophy yeah. teacher right so you yeah. always been writing anyway right yes that's true yes that's why this this thing this little thing came out easily because it's something that you used to and you like you enjoy because it's very important for us to enjoy right to do, absolutely do yeah and you enjoy yeah i think so because you know people always say follow your passions. I, I think people say one of two things. They say, follow your passion, do what you love. Or they say, oh no, your passion is for the fun time. Like work is work, you know? But I think what's important about doing what you love is that it keeps you motivated. And no matter what job you're in, no matter what kind of deadlines you're under, yeah. you know, if you're not 
excited about it, your job is just going to be so much grunt work, you know, and so loving it or at least enjoying what you're doing is just helpful in showing up every day. <laughs> so many people, you know, have a nine to five job and they're miserable because, you know, they just don't love what they do. And I just don't think there's a reason to be miserable. There's always something you can do. Maybe it's just that you're miserable in your role. Maybe you want to ask your boss for a different role. Maybe you want to take on a different project that you've never done, you know, these kinds of things. So there are opportunities, even if you're not in a position to leave the job you're in and try something else. Um, but, you know, it's so important to just find those even little grains of excitement in your day <laughs> that, that can keep you moving forward. I love your energy. Yes. And I totally agree. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, yeah, the, the energy carries me forward. I, I draw on energy from other people. I, you know, that's the hardest part about being in lockdown. It's just like missing people. And <laughs> so, yeah, but, um, yeah, but we need, we need to go with the flow we need to go uh, find the way find the, the glow on this right. the, the momentum during this situation even if we are away from people but just yeah. having this kind of conversation or this kind of video give us some energy somehow somewhere somehow yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I believe very strongly that happiness is an inside job. You know, I think a lot of people blame their circumstances and blame so many, you know, everything outside of them for, for feeling badly, but it's, you can, you can be happy, you know, inside. Yeah. You can, you can turn inside and find a lot of happiness. Totally. Totally. Wow. <laughs> so, <laughs> I love it. You Good. wrote the book and it's a business book what values the process brought to you yeah so um in terms of writing a business book for your own business i always try to tell my clients you know you're not likely to make money back selling your book you know whatever you put into um writing the book and and selling it online and promoting it and all of that you're not likely to gain back that investment based solely on book sales but what you can do is you can use your book as a platform to build your audience you can use your book as a platform to do speaking opportunities uh, you can even raise your fees if you're a consultant a lot of consultants will use the book as almost a, a cheap business card four dollar business card that they can you know use give away to to people to to so that so that they can increase their clientele their their group of clients um, or increase their fees when it comes to speaking um, so the, those are kind of the main you know, values of writing a book for a business, um, increasing brand awareness and, and getting the word out about what you do. That's really interesting because I, I never heard about this strategy, the, 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 the way you mentioned, you put together about the book, like not getting income from the book, but use the book as a, as a pathway for your yeah. Yes. Really? Yeah, it's a mark. You should think of it as a marketing piece. It's it's a product almost. You know, if you're if you're selling products, it's another product that you're trying to to sell. But yeah, it's just that to to make a lot of money on book sales, you have to have a huge audience. If you have a huge audience, then then it's totally possible. You know, Brené Brown makes money on her books, I'm sure. Um, but you know, if you're just a, a regular business owner like me or you, um, you're not likely to make back money on book sales 
sales because you, you just don't have as much, you know, unless you're going to make the book the centerpiece of your business and you're going to put all of your energy into selling it, then sure. Um, but most of us aren't doing that. We're, we're used, seeing it as a marketing piece. Yes, I do agree. So, and your book is called... Oh, I don't have a book. I'm, I'm thinking about writing my book next ah, year. I don't have ah, one okay. yet. <laughs> I thought like yeah. you wrote a book. I understood. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no. <laughs> what about, That's a project about, for next year, though. I'm excited. Yeah, to get started on that. What about the confessions of a ghostwriter? Ah, <laughs> great question. Yeah, confessions of a ghostwriter. I've, I've thought about doing a blog series uh, on exactly this kind of topic. I think it could be really fun. So I've heard from a lot of people who are hesitant to hire a ghostwriter um, that, I mean, I've heard some horror stories about using ghostwriters. Um, and it's true that you are you're getting vulnerable when you work with a ghostwriter. You are giving your ideas to someone else and asking them to speak in your voice. And there's some vulnerability there. There's a concern about people, you know, maybe stealing your words or stealing your ideas. Um, and so that's an important thing to look at in a contract and make sure that, that, that you're satisfied with what that contract says about those sorts of things. You may even want to ask your ghostwriter to sign an NDA um, that's that's not a bad idea. Have them sign something that says, I understand that these are not my ideas and I'm not going to be using them under my name, you know, something along those lines. Yes, 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 Good idea. Um, in terms of confessions of a ghostwriter, I don't know. That's... Um, that's a hard like any i'm trying to think if i have some good stories that i could you're share. gonna say that it's like um i don't, I don't know either but confess life might be i've been writing for the famous people but i can't mention names yeah well that's probably the biggest one is that a lot of the books you read are may not be written by the people that that you're reading then, talking about i think on the ghost ghost writer writing uh, writer you can add you can change names if you have someone that is famous and you wrote a book and you <laughs> just tell us about your story like how you felt how you when you saw that person and talking on the yeah. phone and thinking oh my god i'm talking with this something something i can't believe it <laughs> This is the stories behind like the ghost writer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll never believe it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess the the most interesting ones are when I write a memoir for somebody, when it's like literally I am taking on their persona and taking on their voice. That is hard. And I I did write a, a book for a professional dancer one time, and so there was a lot of insights into the professional dancing world that I, I didn't know about it's like yeah, uh, you body image issues anorexia you know these kinds of things wow. which according to to the book you know they're pretty prevalent and, and common uh, among, yeah. oh, among that, in that world so that was that was an interesting thing to look into yeah, yeah. so you you can start this uh, Emily the confession <laughs> you can tell us about how you <laughs> felt how when you wrote that book because you didn't yeah. have an idea and this yes. professional dancer brought you to another mm -hmm. level of the dance world yeah. 
yes, yes, insider information. Yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> Very interesting. Yes. You're right. This is a good angle for me. I, I need to be taking notes on this. I'm, I'm talking here from the side as a, a reader. Right. <laughs> what I want to know from a ghost writer is mm -hmm. who she's been talking to, who she's been writing, not specific names, but you've right. been dealing with experience with people that you never told and they they are some i don't know they can be famous they cannot be famous they more maybe they they don't like to talk they didn't like to yeah. to do a video they don't, i don't know any story yes. interesting yes. because you are a ghost <laughs> <laughs> exactly i am the fly on the wall right we all want to be flies on the wall when when in those rooms with the celebrities are talking well I'm I, for this yeah. blog or <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I love it. Yes, it's a, it's a great book, idea. Family can be a book. <laughs> it's a good idea. Yes, I'm going to keep this in mind for oh, sure. Okay, <laughs> don't. <laughs> yes. See, most of my clients, they're you know they they have dreams of becoming having a big stage and being famous, but most of them are are, are starting out. You know, they're not they're not oh, headed that, okay. that direction. Never know after writing. But yes. <laughs> because I believe, like even as a as a, a ghost writer, you can actually make up some stories that it will make people like, "Wow, <laughs> oh, the ghost can go that way, that far, or that." Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> so, I don't know what Never kind know. of. Never uh, know. It's really exciting. I, 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 <laughs> it is. It's it's really fun. I really love it. I I love the work. You love writing, so I'm just here. <laughs> saying a lot, lot of stuff but i'm a dreamer then <laughs> ah, very good yes yes i love it so, and what comes up to your mind when you hear these words owing your expertise owning your expertise yeah so what comes to mind for me is that owning your expertise is a process I think people think of expertise as being the end goal. Like I'm gonna climb to the top of the mountain and then I'm gonna look out and see my empire below me. Um, but owning your expertise starts from day one. It starts at the beginning. It starts as you climb the mountain that all of that is about owning your expertise. So I like to say it's about the process um, of, of becoming the, the ghostwriter, becoming the business owner that you are, becoming the entrepreneur that you want to be. Um, all of that, if you embrace the process, I think it's going to make life easier. It's going to make uh, what you're doing more fun. Um, and it's going to make you feel, you know, more confident as you're building whatever empire you're building <laughs> and as you're climbing that mountain. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Which comes and, and then which, which I think comes down to three things. Ditch, believe, and translating your expertise yes yes a hundred percent so die in a ditch belief what's your what's your die in a ditch belief i love to ask people that question um so it's a it's a belief that you hold that you'd be willing to defend if someone pressed you on it it's something you hold pretty close and so i lately have have come to believe that well one of my die in a ditch beliefs that i've come around to lately is that just like i said earlier happiness is an inside job um, if I could wave a magic wand and, and fix the world, that is that is a belief that I would want to give to people so that they could see, you know, that the only way forward is to go 
deeper inside and figure out what you, who you are and what you want. And that makes looking out into the world so much clearer for everyone. Um, and then, yeah, translating your expertise. I think this is one of the keys to being recognized as an expert is figuring out how to translate your expertise. I think when you first start your business, a lot of people will ask you, who's your ideal client? That's a big question you get all the time. Niche down, figure out what your niche is. Um, and I think, yeah, those are important things to consider, but even more important than that is figuring out how your skills can add value for other people. And that's a matter of, I like to think of it as translating. You're translating your skills and your talents into value for other people. How do you do that? What, what, you know, if you can state that clearly for other people, then, you know, you're, you're in really good sh shape to, to get people to buy what you're trying to sell. Um, and, you know, people say this all the time, you know, people aren't buying ghostwriting from me. They're buying a brand or they are buying the, the platform, the stage that they need to take their business to the next level. They're not buying writing. <laughs> That's not what they value. They value the results of having the book done. Um, it's not based on what you're going to write it's based on what is coming after and that's yes really and so that's always my first question with clients you know what's the goal for this book why are you writing it because if you don't have a good goal if it's just well my clients have told me that i should write a book that's not probably enough to carry you through the process because it's a difficult process you've got to be thinking longer term end goal you know, what are you going to do with it once it's published yeah. Sort of yep. Good, good. You you helping me a lot, you know. Good. <laughs> okay. My book, my book, because I I I did uh, like you mentioned at the beginning. Uh, our as a small business, uh, as a starters, like uh, I'm not a huge business, right? And started yeah. I soon I soon I started. I I wrote a book which mm -hmm. is a series of four books okay i've got the other ones ready but it never been a famous book it's about coaching right it's coaching sure and yeah. while you're talking i'm like mm, okay, that's fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because yeah. when i believe like now my audience my network is bigger so when uh -huh. i bring out the second and the third and the fourth it will yeah. be more popular will be more because at the beginning i didn't have that network that i do have now and i believe that people will follow more right yeah that's probably true you know the bigger you your audience the the better your chances of selling more books absolutely yeah and absolutely. and definitely you know think about the marketing lead up to the launch of the book i think a lot of authors don't think about marketing their book until it's done and it's it's out or it's launched you know but you could be marketing it no. even before you've started writing it you know you can be telling your audience the book is coming you know and and that gives Gives you motivation to to keep writing and keep moving because you're like oh people are waiting for this um and it gets them excited so that they're paying attention when it does drop and then they're like oh i'm going to be the first one to get a copy you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. so there's little ways to to build momentum i i'm not an expert by any means in book marketing but there's there's definitely a science and art to that <laughs> that's important i've been i've been uh, i mean i'm involved in some writers and authors groups on LinkedIn yeah. and Facebook. Yeah, and I've yeah. seen I've seen a lot of people talking about 
that that play that side because yes. it's the side where you write and then it's the side where you promote and publish and and spread the word because it's two different exactly. platforms it's completely you That's need right. to have someone expert on this side and maybe a ghost writer or even yourself but <laughs> i i love this like a, idea about the ghost writer hmm. it's interesting <laughs> i wouldn't be yes. I mean, a ghost writer right yeah so it depends a lot on how much you like to write if you have the time to do it you know there's you know if you like writing and, and it's fun for you you can definitely diy your books and and many people are very successful doing it that way and that's that's great you know yeah i do like to write but not like you like a <laughs> no, i like to write my things but no <laughs> but no i know people yeah. are like to write i'm not the no. i see yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> i just like to write is that that but no uh, I, I, I admire i admire your work because no, you. i'm sure you spend hours and hours creating stuff and that's yes. so amazing because at the same time you're learning a lot And oh yes that's, that's what i love increasing uh, experience because even through the writing and the reading we get a lot of experience we learn things and we don't act again on the same way that we used to because we know that we'll take because you read somewhere you write and i'm like wow and you need to search right you need to do a research about yes mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one of my favorite parts of of the work I do is getting to learn about a new area, you know, that I don't know anything about and, and get in there. And, and uh, then Emily, is another question for you. Um mm-hmm. you probably when you're writing for different people, you also have the type of writing, right? Like let's say I'm very like the dancer you mentioned <laughs> is more how I say probably depends but people will tell you if they want some formal writing or funky writing or i don't know like yeah and, and you need yeah. to add that type of writing oh my god i would go <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i only do non-fiction i don't know how people can do ghost writing for fiction though i know there are ghost writers out there who do that um but that to me seems like writing a novel for someone that that's way outside my Uh, level of expertise and comfort. Um, but yeah, so I I do my best to fit with my client's personal style. So that's why the more samples of their own writing that I can get my hands on, the easier. But also I think I naturally kind of pick up on words and phrases and, you know, tone of language that people use in conversation. And my writing is very conversational. So that helps. I kind of start hearing their voice in my head as I'm writing, um, which can really you know, help to pull that, create that style that they're looking for. Um, and I also tell my clients right up front, I'm like, if you would never say something I write, if you would never say it this way, tell me, like right up front, just say, look, I would never say it that way. Um, that's helpful feedback for me. That shows me, you know, how, right. So I've written some books for like doctors, medical providers, and they have really interesting theories about how to talk about pain with their clients, for example. And so, you know, they would say, you know, we can't say this because this will scare people. Or, you know, you, you, can't, you can't talk about pain in this way, this discomfort feeling, you know, you can't talk about pain being in someone's head. You know, don't, don't talk about it that way because they'll be offended or they'll get scared or, or 
whatever. Um, so that was an interesting thing to learn that we need to soften some of the language around that. And so especially, that's yeah, especially on medicine. Yes. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like health is something very. Yes. Particular. <laughs> right. Yes. Yes. People will mm -hmm. get like you mentioned. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for sharing all this. Experience. This, this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's fun to talk about it. Yeah. Adventures <laughs> that you've been doing in your life. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Love it. I love it. So, awesome. last last question is: okay. How can people connect with you and get to know more about your work? Okay. Great. Yes, I am on LinkedIn, Emily Crookston. You can find me on LinkedIn. Uh, I, my website is thepocketphd.com. And um, all those links are going to be in the notes, I think, with the, with the show here. Um, but those are the best places to find me. Uh, I have a course for DIY authors called Business Book 90. That's on my website as well. Um, and yeah, I'd love to uh, connect with people. Fantastic. And as Emily mentioned, I will be putting all the links for her pages and courses because she's giving opportunity for you to check my listeners uh, about uh, courses, a uh, four-phase framework, right? The business book and then the blog. The blog where we're going to see the confessions. Of the <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yes. <laughs> dreaming about that's right uh, yes it's gonna be on the description <laughs> when comes live i thank you so much for being here with me today An amazing 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 opportunity thank you so much thank you you has been great <laughs> take care and keep writing and let me know when this ghost uh this ghost no this confessions comes out no matter if it's a blog <laughs> or if it's a book i will i'm willing to i'm so excited i love, I love the idea it. because the name is so powerful yes. and straight away gives me uh, how we say this uh, intri intrigue <laughs> oh, I want to know what is she's been doing. <laughs> what kind of yes. she's gonna bring out like <laughs> Oh yes, I so, love that idea. So look out for that. <laughs> Thank awesome. you, Emily. You take care. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>to our website www.womenflix.org and find our guest logo and if you click on top of the logo you will be direct to their page thank you once again and I speak with you next week